Welcome to the Elevate Effect podcast, where we give you the resources to take you from workloads to workflows. I'm your host, Courtney. I'm an online systems educator for coaches. Fueled by cold brew and a love for watching endless reruns of Friends, I'm here to give you the tools and the support you need to scale your business and take back charge of your life and your time. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's do the damn thing. Right. So today we are going to be covering what are systems, right? So I know there is a general idea, you know, in this industry of what systems are. And so I really kind of want to dive pretty deep into this on this episode, because this is obviously what we focus on as a business, as a team. And so I really wanted to make sure that we were covering this because this is systems 101, right? This is where we really need to be focusing to successfully scale our business and do it in a way that is sustainable for us to be able to not have to be the only person present all the time. We want our businesses to scale at a point where we're able to delegate and be able to not build our business around us being present. So um, we'll go ahead and get started. So I really want to kind of talk about systems and how they've impacted my life first. If any of you have watched Friends, I would kind of compare myself to Monica. I don't really like to admit that just because she's a little neurotic once in a while. Um, but at least from, you know, an organization perspective, we're very similar, right? And my husband always makes fun of me because, you know, I like to have literally everything in our, our house, uh, organized. You know, I just actually, uh, went through all of our files over the weekend and, you know, made a new file cabinet with my label maker and they're all alphabetized. And he walked in and I showed him, you know, everything I had done and, he was like, okay, Monica, I see you. And I was like, hey, I'm not Monica. I'm just like, I'm not just like her, okay? Just just little nuances here and there. But you know, like I like to organize my closet. It's kind of color-coded and it's from, you know, short sleeve to long sleeve. I just, it's something that comes naturally to me. It's just kind of how my brain works. And so that's why it really came natural for me in my business to make this pivot, you know, from being an OBM to focusing more on systems in my business, because it's what I love. It's what I enjoy. And it's just kind of what I do naturally in my day to day. So I wanted to make sure we're covering it. And you know, here's the truth guys. Systems can be super overwhelming, right? But they're so necessary to have in your business so you can scale without overwhelming yourself or working these long 12 hour days. So, and I think systems is a term that gets talked about a lot in this space and can feel really overwhelming. So I wanna make sure that I help you understand what systems are and how to best use them in your business because I do think there's some misconceptions about what a system is. And so we're gonna kind of do some, I guess, myth busting a little bit on this episode about systems in general. So really what I wanna make sure to cover with you guys in this episode is really what happens when you don't have systems in place, right? So we're gonna kind of talk about what that will look like or maybe already does look like in your business, what systems obviously are why they're important to your business, when you should really start using them, and where do you get started, right? Like I mentioned, I always want this podcast to have something that you guys can walk away with. I don't want this just to be fluff. You're gonna have something by the end of this episode that you can take and implement in your business. So we're gonna make sure to cover that at the very end as well. So. We'll kind of circle back to point number one is really what happens when you don't have systems in place. So this may be where you're currently at in your business or you can kind of feel yourself 
moving this direction. And so we're going to kind of pinpoint that pain point. So, you know, as a CEO of a business, whether you're a solopreneur or if you have a team or you're getting ready, you're kind of on the cusp, you're maybe getting ready to potentially hire your first team member. You know, you're, you typically, you become the bottleneck, right? Um, when we start our businesses, what I see happen when clients come to us is they either started their business. It's something they're passionate about. They grew really quickly without systems. And now they're kind of in this hamster wheel of, holy crap, I'm so busy with clients and my team. I have no systems in place. So we've reached this point where we can't take on clients. Everything is super messy, but I'm so busy. I have zero time to go back and implement these systems in my business, right? So that's number one that we'll see. Side number two is you're just getting started in your business, but systems are maybe just not your jam, right? They're kind of confusing, they're overwhelming. It's not really something that lights you up and that you really wanna be focusing on, but you know that they're probably important, right? They're probably something that you need to successfully scale. So as a CEO, if you started to build your business, there's probably some bottlenecks you're experiencing. And we this happens because decisions have to filter through you before it can go to other people. And that's happening because we don't have a system in place for people to be able to successfully make decisions without us, right? So every single decision goes through you first because there isn't a system or process in place for your team. And when you have systems, you're not the bottleneck, right? So that's the thing that's great about this. If you kind of envision, I'm trying to think of how to visually describe this without showing you guys a picture. Maybe at the top of this like funnel or this picture, you've got a whole bunch of different decisions or you got, you know, a client comes to you with a question or there's a PR opportunity or there's something that lands on your plate and it has to filter down to you and then to your team or to a system. And so we kind of want to reverse that, right? We want it to look like decision, opportunity, problem, whatever it is that filters down to a system that also directly correlates to a team member. And then it filters down to you. So you should be at the bottom, right? People should be coming, your team should be coming to you last resort because there should either be a system or a team member that is supporting that system to make a decision. So hopefully that kind of makes sense without having that visual. I tried my best to explain it, but really what having this bottleneck, it's going to lead to confusion, right? It's going to lead to unneeded repetition of tasks and time from your team. It's going to lead to unclear team communication, messy work, loss of time, which is loss of money, right? You know, and it's quality of work for your clients are going to start to decline because deadlines will start to get missed, communication gets missed, and they're gonna start to pick up on that, right? And your clients, man, those are the bread and butter of your business. You don't want to get yourself in a position where the clients are starting to notice this messiness, right? Maybe if you're new and you're getting started, referrals are a huge way to, to get more business. And that was one of the biggest ways that I started marketing my business from the beginning when you know I was just getting started and referrals were the key for me to be able to successfully grow. Um, and I'll, I'll admit, marketing was not one of my things that I enjoyed doing. I hated marketing myself. I hated getting on Instagram stories and talking about, oh, hey, you know, come work with me. And so referrals was something that I could naturally kind of lean back on. But if clients are kind of seeing, you know, hey, it's kind of a mess in the back end here. This is not a good experience for me. It's going to hurt your referrals, right? And so another thing you're going to see start happening is potentially a plateau or an income ceiling in your business because your systems don't allow you to scale or grow past your current threshold, right? So and this is kind of on either side. If you're a solopreneur, there's only one of you, right? And so if you don't have systems in place to either scale and bring on a team member or scale from a client capacity wise, whether it's how your services are packaged or the systems that you have in place to execute, then you're gonna hit an income ceiling. Or if you don't have systems in place, and even if you have a team, 
they'll only go so far, right? Because if your team doesn't know what to do, if you're the bottleneck, everything still revolves around you. And so these systems are basically supposed to slide into here and be the solution to this scaling problem or to this bottleneck problem. And so when your business relies on you for everything, you know, stuff like taking a vacation or going on a maternity leave, things like that, it's, it's going to be really, really hard for that to happen because your business can't run without you being present. So whether or not you have a team now, you can implement systems so that when you either want to add your team, they're ready to go, they have a system they're being integrated into, or you can support your team now and kind of get yourself out of the weeds by implementing systems. Hey there, quick interruption. I wanted to share with you guys all about my course, Elevate, the coach approach to elevated systems. As a business coach, your focus is on your clients, right? But what happens when messy systems are causing you overwhelm and inability to focus on the big picture? That's where we come in. Elevate provides you the strategy and tools to implement scalable systems in your business without the overwhelm. We've created a course that contains a clear cut and concise path for coaches to follow to elevate their systems as their business grows. With 10 modules of content, live Q and A's, guest expert trainings, and access to a supportive community for six months, your business will go from overwhelmed and over it to organized and killing it. All you have to do is go to the course link below in the show notes and sign up. It's as easy as that. We have to get back to the show now, but I can't wait to see you guys in the course. Point number two, what are systems, right? So in the simplest terms, you know, not, not to get Wikipedia on you guys, but systems are processes, tools and tech, people and strategies that all work together to solve a problem or achieve a goal, right? And I think in this space, the most common misconception is that systems are just technology or like a software, right? So systems include tech and platforms, but systems also include operational systems, right? People systems, processes, workflows. And they're the things that are gonna help you streamline the back end of your business. So we don't wanna just think, hey, when somebody mentions the system, we're talking about ClickUp, right? I mean, that is a piece to this, but there's so much more to systems than that. So. Why are systems going to be important in your business? So they're really, they're the single greatest form of leverage in your business, right? So even if you don't have a team, even if you're implementing systems or you're preparing to scale or hire, systems are what's gonna get you there because it's gonna put you in a position to be able to delegate, right? So they're going to allow you to establish a really direct path to success or to delegation or to an endpoint or goal in your business. And business, it's not a game, right? Like we wanna make sure that we are not just planning, right? A lot of the time when we start a business, we're visionaries. We typically don't struggle with how to plan or come up with a new idea for our business. We typically lack being able to execute on that idea, right? I think that's where a lot of us struggle is, okay, I've got this brilliant idea in my business, how do I execute it? And whether it's because we don't know how to successfully execute or we allow emotion to get caught up in you know, our decision-making, or maybe it's both, when issues come up, instead of leaning off of emotion, right? We've talked about this before, you know, emotion kind of being a decision-making tool in our business. We don't want that to happen, right? We want to execute. We don't want to be reactive. We want to go to the source. We want to fix a system in our business versus relying on or having our emotion hinder our decision-making process. So if something, an issue comes up in your business, you wanna make sure that there's a system to alleviate that issue. And one thing that we've actually done is create an issues tracker in our business, right? We want to track, okay, if an issue comes up, 
what are we doing to fix it? We're not just saying, okay, this is an issue and waiting for it to come around the next time. We track or document that issue. We propose a solution. And then on our meeting with a team, we actually come up with a way to solve that issue and implement it so that doesn't become a problem down the line or doesn't grow and become a bigger problem. And so it's not just focusing on, okay, hey, these are the issues that we're seeing come up. It's what are we doing to solve it? It's just kind of like we have a you know question method in our company and it's team members, right? They're more than welcome to ask any and all the questions they possibly have. What we just ask is that we're not just asking questions, right? We're proposing two to three solutions and we're also telling, okay, this is the solution I think that's best. And what you're doing is you're empowering your team, right? It's, hey, Courtney, you know, this was the issue that came up this week. Here's two to three solutions that I think would be the best for us to move forward with. And I think number two is the best because of this reason. So what this is doing is it's making your team being proactive in terms of finding a resource or finding a solution to the problem. It's empowering your team to become confident in their decision-making, right? I think a lot of the times why team doesn't necessarily propose solutions on a consistent basis is we're scared to have the wrong answer, right? We don't wanna be wrong. And so this is gonna be a way to kind of warm your team up into, hey, you know the answers, right? You can find the answers. You are perfectly capable of doing this and figuring this out on your own. And it's kind of empowering them to do that. And so that's one thing too, that you can start to implement from an execution or solution finding standpoint is pulling team in on that as well. So point number four, where should I start or when should I start using systems in my business, right? So the biggest and easiest answer for this is now, right? Whether you're in business, is it's in its concept phase, or maybe you've been in business for 15 years, systems are necessary step to take now, no matter where you're at in your business. So like I mentioned before, we usually have clients come to us in two positions. People have just started their business and have no idea where to start with systems or people who have started without systems grew really fast and then they got stuck, right? They got this point where you've inevitably hit a ceiling because your business can only sustain so much. So you wanna go ahead and start looking at ways to implement systems now. And so where do you start, right? What tools, what platforms should you use? What steps should I take? So if you've ever been a part of one of our trainings or listened to our content, anything like that, our goal is to have a lean and streamlined system. We live in a business world where there's a ton of different things that we can implement in our business to be, you know, quote unquote successful, right? There's all these tools and platforms and softwares and we kind of have shiny object syndrome in terms of, okay, well, I just started using this platform, but then this new one got released and I saw, you know, Sally uses this one, but that doesn't mean that's what's the best for our business, right? So in this space, we're in a constant state of connectedness where we're always seeing what other people are doing. So if we aren't focusing on what we're doing and what is personally best for our business, then we aren't running our own race, right? So if we're running a race, we're constantly looking at the person next to us, we're not focusing on our own lane. And there's really no real rules for what systems you need to have in your business. They just need to support your business. I think that's a really big key. Again, we kind of get caught up in seeing what everyone else is doing that we forget to kind of check ourselves and say, okay, how is this serving me? How is this serving my business? And we also have this tendency to get overwhelmed because we think we have to use all of the tools and all of the platforms out there and all the bells and whistles. And is that actually gonna serve your business, right? And so we recommend only using a handful of tools in your business to avoid that overwhelm. Because when we get to a point of overwhelm, then we don't actually use the systems we have in place because we have 
a cluttered back end and it's confusing for you. It's confusing and hard for team members and it's hard to onboard a team into chaos, right? And so we want to make sure that we are taking the most lean and most direct approach to the systems that we build out in our business. You also want to make sure that you're using data to drive those decisions and what systems and what tools you're going to implement in your business or else you're just kind of going at this blind, right? You're kind of just throwing a dart at a dartboard and saying, fingers crossed, I hope this is the direction I'm supposed to be going, or I hope this is the system I'm supposed to be implementing. That's not helping us, right? And so we wanna make sure that we're using data also to drive these decisions. And so from a tools perspective, you know, our advice is really to start with what we like to call the big three, right? Our virtual office, project management tool like ClickUp, a communication hub like Slack. So again, in this industry, communication is hard because we have so many different ways to communicate with each other. And so doing something like consolidating communication is going to be huge. I typically recommend one or two outlets for communication for your business tops. So maybe you wanna to choose to have some type of communication hub like Slack for your internal team, or maybe you wanna use something like a ClickUp dashboard for your clients. And so those are the two facets that people can communicate with you after they've come into your business, right? Maybe up until that point, they filled out a lead intake form on your website and you kind of emailed with them back and forth for a little bit, but after they become a client, then that is when that communication hub comes into play, right? And so like I mentioned, Slack's a great tool. A ClickUp dashboard's a great tool. Maybe if you're a coach, you're using something like Boxer, which, you know, that works from a one-on-one -on -one client perspective. If you're wanting, you know, kind of like a safe environment for your clients to be able to communicate with you, the only thing I will say is kind of like a devil's advocate to that situation is it's gonna be hard for your team to support you if there's things going on in that conversation thread that they would need to be looped in on to support your business or your client. So that's why something with a little bit more of a transparent communication platform is typically what I would recommend. Like I mentioned, Slack. You can still have private channels in Slack so that your client does, you know, they're obviously still getting that private one-on-one -on -one communication, but your team is able to support you, right? And then the third thing is a file storage system, right? Which seems super basic. Like, of course, Courtney, I know I need Google Drive or I need Dropbox. We personally prefer and recommend Google Drive, but it's kind of crazy that, you know, how many times when we first start with a client and the files are a mess, right? And that's, again, from a client experience perspective, if you're file sharing with a client, that is going to cause a problem. Or just internally as a team, if you have a team and they don't know where to go look for something and you're constantly having to say, oh, it's here, or let me go grab it for you, then that makes it really hard for you to start outsourcing and delegating tasks because it's a mess in your file system. So if you're just getting started with systems or platforms, again, in your business, those are the three that I would recommend getting started with. And starting with your big three is really gonna help take the overwhelming idea of systems and just get started implementing the basics, right? You don't have to start with a bunch of flashy tools and platforms. And if you're looking for more support in systemizing your business, I would definitely recommend you guys check out the free training in our show notes below um, that you guys are gonna get. It's the five op systems you need to run your business. And we actually go through and deep dive the five operational systems that you need and how you can kind of go through an audit that in your business. So you can kind of get a good benchmark assessment of where you're currently at and the things that you could do to implement to make sure to start tackling those. So systemizing your business, I know, like I mentioned, it can feel really overwhelming, but the key is to just start, right? And you're going to begin to shift as you go. Systems 
are 100% necessary no matter what stage you're at in your business, but they're going to be something that constantly evolves, right? It's not something that's one and done. I'm not saying, hey, go set up your systems and it's done in a month. That's not realistic and that's not what's gonna happen, right? It's a, it's a work in progress. Just like your business is always gonna be a work in progress, we wanna make sure, again, those systems are evolving and supporting our business as we grow. And I wanna make sure that we're setting the proper expectation that this is not just gonna be something you're one and done with. Once we have systems set up, you wanna make sure you're constantly auditing them and refining them so that they do support the direction that you're heading. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to see you guys next week. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Elevate Effect podcast. If you liked what you heard, share the episode with your best friend, team member, or even your dog. If you have a minute, leave a review below or DM me on Instagram to let me know what you wanna hear on the podcast next. Thanks again, and I can't wait to see you next week.